year, the year of, expectation of expectation and hope. And hope. 2022. 2022, the year, the year of, expectation. of expectation, the year of having, the, year of having. the hope, of the promises of Jesus Christ active in my life. The promise of his prosperity, his power, and his presence. 2022 is my year. Amen. Let the church say amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Amen. It, it doesn't matter what the devil is doing. This is our year. Amen. Amen. We're, we're going to win. Amen. We're, we're, we're going to win. Amen. Amen. We will win. And, and if we're going to label our journals, because this is the first Sunday of August, and... Um, According to the calendar, we have less than maybe seven weeks before the Jewish New Year. And uh, so if we're going to label our journal, journals this morning, we're going to be talking, talking about, my, 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 there's so many words I could use. <laughs> my, my, my. I was, I was going to call it the expecting heart, the expecting heart, but I, I, don't, that, I don't even think that's going to suit it. So I tell you what, for right now, until I get into the message, we're going to wait on the title. Amen. We're going to wait on the title. Let me give you a little bit of a testimony before we get into this message this morning. Um, I purposely on this week spent 24 hours Monday through Saturday in the Word of God, purposely. If I left the house, it, it was only minimal. It was just for a short while. I was determined this week, Monday through Saturday, to keep the word before my eyes. I found out a long time ago that when I just read, I just read my journals, read the declaration book, just read it. Read all the declarations that have been given in this house. Go back and read all the words that God has given over the years. It causes me to come into a mental place with the Lord. It's like it elevates me. It, it, it just clears out. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It clears out a lot of things that are there weighing me down. And then once I'm clear, I can hear the voice of the Lord even more so. And so when all was said and done and I got up this morning, not... Mind you, I didn't study all this this morning. It's been during the week as I'm putting the word before my eyes. So I kind of had to jot it down this and jot it down this on the word of the Lord. And uh, so when I got up this morning, I was sitting in the chair and I was just praying 
and I was saying, Lord, help me today to minister to your people and myself. Help me to preach the word that we need today. And so after all that I saw Monday through Saturday, I realized something. I said, Lord, there is too much sin amongst. Now, this is what I said. I said, there's too much sin in the church amongst our people of color. I'm going to give it to you just the way I told it before the Lord. I said, God, it's too much sin in the church amongst our people of color. I said, not only is there too much sin, there's too much sickness that leads to untimely deaths in the church. And then I said, Lord, there's too much financial lack. So if I had to sum up today, and by the way, good morning. Good morning to the congregation and good morning to SoundCloud listeners. Please have your Bibles, pens, and pads ready, iPads, iPhones, as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord. So I said, Lord, something is wrong. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. And it's one thing to, you know, now some of us in here, we're doing pretty good. But we still have people that are still wondering, where is my blessing? Where is my healing and health? Where is my, where is the work of, the, of salvation? There are still people in here that, that, are, that are not where they want to be. Help me, Holy Spirit. They're not where they want to be. Some of us are, are just running on. Some of us are in slow motion. And some of us have not even left the starting line. So while I'm sitting there, the Lord began to just bring up a lot of what he talked to me about, not that I thought I was going to preach it today. I just thought, hey, this is good information. This is good information. So, Lord, help me this morning. What is going on in the body of Christ today? Why is it that we have so much sin, so much sickness that leads to untimely deaths and financial lack? What is the problem? What is the problem? Because in the Bible, it didn't start out that way. That's not how it started out. And I'm going to use words where there can be no doubt that we're talking about people of color. Some people will stand up and they will preach to you as if everybody in the Bible were people of color. That is not true. I'm sorry. That's just not, Jesus was not black. So we're not putting up a black Jesus. Amen. You go to some churches, they got a black Jesus up. You go to some churches, they got a blue-eyed, blonde-haired Jesus. Jesus was a Jew. Amen. So we're going to label this morning's SoundCloud. It's just going to be called Simply Truth, part one. It's high time for the body of Christ to come into a place 
where we can receive meat and not only just receive it, but walk out that door on Sunday and work it Monday through Sunday and run back in here on Sunday and receive more truth. It's high time. Let me read something to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, help me because you know I got to have you. I need your help. Go to Hosea chapter 4, and we're talking about truth. Amen? Because Jesus said, and the truth shall make you free. He says, you will know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen? Amen? Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. And it says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Is that in your Bible? Amen. Now, now, as I looked at this, you have to understand. Now, listen to me real good. Everybody in this world, God created. Whether they serve him or not, God created them. So when he says my people, he's, just, he's not just necessarily talking about church folk. He's talking about his creation. Uh, he's talking about his creation. He says we are destroyed for a lack of what? Knowledge. knowledge. He says because thou has rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. Now, that verse right there gives us understanding to why one day there's going to be a judgment day. This scripture right here gives us to know even today in 2022 why judgments are going on now. Why? Because there has been rejected knowledge. Rejected knowledge. He says, I will also reject thee, and thou shalt be no priest to me, you won't be able to stand in the gap for me, for others. You won't be able to bring sacrifices of praise before me because you don't have no knowledge of how to do it anyway. The scripture says that we worship him in spirit and in truth. So we don't just worship him from the flesh. We worship him from the spirit. What does that mean? The spirit and truth. It means the spirit prompts us how to worship God. And the word relates to us who God is, why we should worship him. Amen? Amen. He says, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Now, I need you to understand something. When, you know, when we talk about the law, we're not necessarily talking about the law of Moses because, no, you're not up under and I'm not up under the law of Moses anymore. But there are rules that govern in God's Bible. So let's get our minds up to what he's talking about. He's, he's saying, he says, you have rejected knowledge. You don't want any knowledge. You just want to jump and shout, fall out, spit all over the place. You want to be greased down like a greased chicken, but you don't want no knowledge. He says, you've forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Now, now what does that mean? What does that mean? Wait a minute, Lord. How are you going to forget my children just because I forgot the law? Because all throughout the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, you will find out that God would always say to anyone, 
Not only will I bless you, but I'm going to be your God. And you're to pass this down to your children. Somebody say there's too much sin in the church. Say there's too much sickness that's leading to untimely deaths amongst the body of Christ. Say there's too much financial lack amongst the body of Christ. I want to show you something in the Bible, but just remember the people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. There's too many people, even within the house of worship, rejecting the knowledge of God. Amen? Amen? Now, we have this way of thinking that there are the have-nots and the have. We, we, we have this crazy way of thinking that there are the haves and the have-nots, and the haves, well, they're supposed to have, and the have-nots, well, you know, they're not supposed to have. Can I break that up this morning? Amen. Can I break it up this morning? Amen. Go to Genesis. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Help me, because I need your help this morning. I want you to go to Genesis chapter 12. Thank you, Jesus. You're going to need your word now. See, see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. We come in here, we get the good word of the Lord to help us. We go out of that door and we say, huh, had a good time, and that was it. Okay. Genesis chapter 12, and I'm going to start reading at the first verse. Amen? Amen? And it says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Now, he was talking to Abraham, amen? amen? But then he goes on to say something so profound in the third verse. He says, And I will bless them that bless thee, Abraham, and curse him that cursed thee, and in thee... And in thee shall all, shall all families of the earth be blessed. Are you from the earth? Amen. Are you, do you have a family? Amen. So that didn't put a stipulation on black, white, Jews, come on now, Asian, come on. No, 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 no. God told Abraham, he says, out of thee, all families of the earth shall be Shall be, shall be, shall be, it didn't say small, big, tall, short, you were born on the right side of the fence, you were born in the right family, you were born from a wealthy family, that's not what the word of God says, the word of God says all families of the earth shall be blessed through what was going to come out of Abraham, and what came out of Abraham? Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. We're going somewhere. Yeah, Jesus came out of Abraham. Can I show you something else? Amen. Go to Genesis. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Help me. Please help me. Genesis 18. 
I look to you this morning, as I always do, but even more so this morning. Genesis 18, 18. When you get it, say amen. Amen. He says, seeing that Abraham should surely become a great and mighty nation. Now listen at this. And all the nations of the earth shall be what? Bread. What? Bread. No, no, you got to be kidding me. He said all what? Nations. That didn't say black, white. That didn't say Asian. That didn't say blonde hair, blue eyes. That didn't say black as the night. Ah, shine for me, Anna. He said nations. Isn't that what it said? What did he say? All the nations of the earth shall be what? Blessed in him. Shall be what? Blessed. What, is, what does the word blessed mean? It means empowered to prosper. And so nobody should not be prospering. Nobody. Go to Genesis chapter 10, I believe. Genesis chapter 10. Remember that word he said, keep up. Now, you might want to take a few notes. He said, all families of the earth, all nations, that means every nation. Genesis chapter 10. Now, hold on right there. Let me see if I can do this by the Holy Spirit, because I gotta bring, we gotta come up to speed. We start with Adam and Eve. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We start with Adam and Eve. And out from Adam and Eve came Cain and Abel. We know Cain murdered his brother Abel, but then later on in the chapters, the Lord said that Adam and Eve got together and brought forth another seed that replaced Abel. We got, we got to do this, amen? We got to do this. Knowledge is what? Power. Knowledge is what? Power. All right. Hold on to Genesis chapter 10 and go to Genesis chapter 4. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Help me. And I want you to look at Genesis chapter 4, verse 25. And it says, and Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son and called his name Seth, for God said. Somebody say, God said it. God said She hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain murdered. And to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Now I need you to understand something. Enos, who was Seth's son, after Seth's son was born, then men began to call back on the name of the Lord. So basically what God was showing, that in every generation, there has to be a righteous line. Amen. I said there has to be a righteous line. Somebody got to make up in their mind, they're going to get saved so that the calling on the name of the Lord can continue. And, and it has to be of their own free will. Okay? Now, let's, put, let's bring all this in. 
God, God was going to come down through Abel. Wow. Come on, Holy Spirit. Help me. You got to bring it back up. God was going to come down through Abel and so on and so on to send the deliverer, Jesus Christ. Abel was murdered, but then Adam and Eve had Seth, who had Enos, and this is the line now that Jesus said, okay, the line, watch this. He said, the righteous line can now continue. So, so if, if you sit there and you say, well, because my children don't want to be saved, or my mama don't want to be saved, or my daddy don't want to be saved, I don't want to be saved. Guess what? God will build around you, honey. I said, God will build around you, honey, until he can find another line that will continue calling, that will continue the calling on the name of the Lord. He, he'll build around you. So, now let's bring in Genesis chapter 6. The flood came. <laughs> the flood came. Now, who were these millions and millions of people who drowned in the flood? It was the children of Cain and the children of Seth. Why? Because after time, the children of Cain and the children of Seth been, began to intermingle. And Cain's people began to instruct Seth's people, and Seth's people began to loose, loose the things of God. And if I'm not mistaken, I want to go to this. So you're going to get some preaching, some teaching, some prophesying, if that's all right. Just bear with me, because i got to listen to the Holy Spirit. It's not that I hadn't studied. I just didn't know he wanted it to come out today. So hold on. I want to make sure. Okay. Look at Genesis. Hold on to Genesis 10. Look at Genesis 4, 16. And the Bible says, and Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. So Cain has a son called Enoch. Enoch means teacher. Okay? So for, for a while, thank you, Holy Spirit. There were some teachings of the Lord amongst Cain people. But they eventually left it all together. Set people knew the word of God down from Adam about the blood and, and, and Jesus. But because they started intermingling with Cain's people and marrying them, they began to loose what they knew. They, they became loose in their knowledge. So this is one of the reasons why God says, don't marry the heathen. Yeah. I've always taught this, though. If you get a heathen, see if, see if they'll come to church. Amen. See if they'll get saved. See if, see if they'll accept the word of the Lord. Yes, she can. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Shut up. Everybody, shake your head. Now, you know it takes nine months to have a baby. So it took what? Time. Well, it's not time. But God lives above time, so time doesn't bother him. We got to learn to start thinking like God. I've asked him for it. I prayed about it. But God don't care about time because it took time to repopulate. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Ghost. Look at Genesis 9 and 1. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and what? Do what? What? My, 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 my. And God blessed Noah. He empowered Noah and his sons to prosper and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Let's go a little further. Go to Genesis chapter 10. Amen. Genesis 10 and 1. Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were sons born when? When were they born? After the flood. When, when were they born? After the flood. Now look at verse 5 and pay close attention. It says, by these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, everyone after his tongue, after their families in their nations. Do you see that? So basically, Genesis chapter 10, listen to me good, is the beginning of Gentile nations. Listen to me good. I don't know how in the world God can take a black cow and get white milk, but out from Ham, Shem, and Japheth, God got nations of people. Of people of color, people with straight hair, people with kinky hair. From his three sons. See? Oh, we going somewhere. I'm help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit. I want you to look at Genesis 10.32. And it says, these are the families of the sons of Noah after their generations in their what? In their what? And by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. So when, Je when Jesus spoke to Abraham and he told Abraham, in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. And then over in Genesis 18, 18, he says, and in thee, Abraham, all nations. This is what he was talking about. Because why? The other millions had drowned in the flood. So God said, we're going to start over. Let me show you something. Noah had three sons, okay? So you had Shem, Ham, and Japheth. I don't know how God did this. But from Shem, you get Jews, Assyrians, Syphophoenicia, Arabs, and Armenians. I don't know how God did this. From Ham, you get Ethiopia, Canaanites. Babylonians, Egyptians, 
Philistines and Africans. How in the world? How in the world? And I'm going to use I'm using words so you will know. Ethiopians are dark-skinned people of color. And I know what they show us on TV, but the Egyptians were not white. Nope. They were people of color. Nope. 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 Africans, they got kinky hair. Hello? It's the truth. Then from Japheth came the Greeks, the Mids, Caucasian people from Europe and Northern Asia and the Orientals. How in the world? I'm going to show you how. I'm going to show you how. Oh, my God, this is so beautiful. And when we leave here today, there are not to be no more racial divides. Because sin has touched everything. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It done touched everything. How did this happen? How do you get fair-skinned, dark-skinned, straight hair, kinky hair, no hair? (laughs) (laughs) Come on here, Anna. Bless you, Father. Bless you, Father. Go to Exodus chapter 2. Somebody said, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Get rid rid of the racial racial divide. divide. So from Adam comes Seth and Enos. Out of them came Noah. Remember this for me. I need you to remember something. Out of Noah came Shem, Ham, and Japheth. You might want to jot that down. That's going to be very important. All right. Thank you, Jesus. You know what? I don't, I don't think I want to start there. I want to go to Numbers chapter 12. Let me start there, and then we'll come back. Is that okay? Amen. Numbers chapter 12. I want to make sure it reads. Wait just a minute. Numbers chapter 12. Okay. Numbers chapter 12. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I love you. All the glory goes to you. All the glory goes to you anytime I get up to minister because I know I don't know anything, but everything that I get, I get it from you. And so I thank you that you're helping me to minister to myself and your people today. Amen. Look at Numbers chapter 12, Amen. verse 1. Amen. And it says, And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. Can can we go somewhere? Now, 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 wait a minute. I need you to understand. Now, we're talking about, we're talking about Moses. We're talking about Moses. Moses was a Hebrew. You say, how you know? Because he came out of Shem. He came from Shem. But the Ethiopians came out of Ham. Woo! Can, 
Come on, come on, let me help you. Let's help. Let me, let me help. Let me help. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me and your people. Go to, go back to Genesis. It's in the Word. We, we're not going to give you anything outside the Word. Amen. Go to Genesis chapter 10. We're talking about Moses. Somebody said we're talking about Moses. Said Moses, Moses married an Ethiopian woman. Say a Cushite. A, a, a woman of color. A woman with nappy hair. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. The Bible says so. Let me show you something. Genesis chapter 10, verse 21. Listen at this. Unto Shem, who was Noah's son, also he is the father of all the children of Eber. Do you see that? Says so Shem, Shem is the father of all the children of Eber. Now, Shem, out from Shem came the Jews, Assyrians. Psychophoenicia, Arabs, Arameniums, okay? Your Hebrew people, come on here. Come on here, okay? Somebody say it with me. Say Moses, Moses was, a was a Hebrew. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I want to read this. Just give me a minute. I'm going to get to it. I want to read this. I want to read this. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Here it is. Eber. Somebody say that with me. Say Eber. Eber. Okay. All right. The Spirit of God centers on Shem and his descendants during the rest of the Old Testament. Why? Because down through the lineage of Shem, the Christ was coming. Jesus Christ was going to come. Amen. Let me show you why. It's because they didn't lose who they were. They didn't intermingle. Come on. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And again, I say, I've always taught this. I tell the young ladies, I tell the young men, if you're going to bring somebody from outside, you want to date somebody outside, bring them into the ministry. Amen. Let them get under the word. Amen. See if they want your God. Amen. Because if they want your God, and they'll stay up under the word, God will clean them up. The word will clean them up. Yes. I I don't teach, uh, because see, I'm I'm not crazy. I've read the word. I remember the sons of Jacob and how their sister Tamar was raped, or so they say she was, by another another people of another nation. But the man in the Bible, they say, loved her. And they went, and he went to Jacob's son, and he said, tell me what I need to do to marry her. I love her. My soul is knitted to her. And they lied to them. They set them up. They told them everybody has to be circumcised, which they were supposed to be. And the man told him, he said, I'll do whatever you ask me to do. He said, well, you and your people have, all your men and male children have to be circumcised. Then you can marry my sister. Because, see, Tamar was of the Hebrews, and this was another people. Okay? So they got circumcised. 
And anybody in here knows what it means to circumcise a little baby boy. But these were grown men. So when the circumcision was over, they were resting in their tents. And they waited good till late, 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 early in the morning. And they besieged their city. And while they were still sore, they killed every last one of them. And it angered God. You know what God, you know what Jacob told him? He said, we could have extended our territory. Well, And Jacob never forgave them. He basically put them in a curse. It's in the Bible. God was angry. Because God said, you could have extended your territory. You could have went out farther than yourself. But you're so stuck on yourself and racial divide. I don't want no white man. I don't want no light man. I don't want no African man. I don't want no this man. You want whatever God gives you. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm going to preach it. Because it's in the Bible. The Bible says, Numbers 12, Moses married an Ethiopian woman. Ethiopian people are dark-skinned people. And Moses was a Hebrew. So let's look at him. Eber. Eber. Say that, Eber. Eber. So Noah's son Shem was the father of all the children of Eber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shem was the ancestor of all the sons of Eber. Eber was his great-grandson. Eber was a great-grandson of Noah's son Shem and the father of Peleg born when Eber was 34 years old and of Joktan. He was the son of Selah, a distant ancestor of Abraham. Abraham and his descendants, God's covenant people, not only descended from Eber, I'm going to say that again, Abraham and his descendants, God's covenant people, not only descended from Eber, but from him were called Hebrews. <laughs> Moses came down from Abraham now. So you can't tell me that Moses was not a fair-skinned man. You can't tell me that. It's nowhere in the Bible. Moses was a Hebrew of the Jewish people. Huh? Oh, my God, you're so right. Abraham married an Egyptian. Something about that color. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. I'm gonna stay with the word. <laughs> and now I see why I see a lot. When me and my husband used to travel, we saw so many interracial marriages out of town. And I'm beginning to find out that the reason why they stay quiet and to themselves is so the crazy won't get started. Because yeah. there's no way in the Bible. It's nowhere in the Bible that came from your ancestors, all that foolishness. And sin has messed up a lot of people who were in love. Oh, you better not deal with them white folks. You better not deal with them Caucasians. You better not mess with them uh, uh, Asian folks. Well, where is that in the Bible? It's not in the Bible. That's a lie from hell. It is sin that has disrupted God's circle. Because Noah married, I mean, Moses married an Ethiopian woman, and God got mad at Miriam, 
and Aaron for speaking against it. Yes. Even so much that Miriam got leprosy. I'm trying to free you. married me he got Mexican Italian Puerto Rican there's nobody that's not mixed Amen. and when I married my husband we found out that he was from a tribe over on the island I was like oh yeah <laughs> you good looking little shop man you that's why your eyes was like brown that's what really got me. I said, oh, Lord, with them light brown. No, I had never seen a dark, dark chocolate man with caramel eyes. And I'm like, what? He hypnotized me. That's right. Let <laughs> me say he hypnotized me. See that? But they, he, he was from a tribe. He had ancestors from a tribe on the islands. And that's why he looked like that. So that's why Ralph looks like he looked. Keita looked like she looked. Courtney looked like she looked. And that's why Courtney looks like Paris. Because there's a little bit of Italian, a little bit of Puerto Rican, a little bit of Mexican, a little bit of white, a little bit of black. Come on here. Come on here. There's nobody on the face of the earth that's not mixed. So get off your high horse. And you pray for a husband. You're a single man and you want a, a Christian woman, you pray for her. You're a single woman and you want a Christian man, you pray. You got a little bit of something in you too. These were descendants of Abraham, Eber, Hebrews. Now, a 13th century historian says that the patriarch, Eber, great-grandson of Shem, listen at this, they were back there. They refused to help with the building of the Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. So their language was not confused when it was abandoned. He and his family alone retained the original language of the Hebrews because they didn't participate in building the Tower of Babel. So God mocked them and blessed them. God blesses us today for not getting mixed in with things that are of sin. Amen. Can we go a little further? Thank you, Jesus. I'm only going to use words. That, that say what we're talking about. I'm, I'm not going over words that don't say what we're talking about. Let me show you something else. Now, we've read Numbers 12. Can we go back there again, unless somebody came in? Okay, we're talking about truth, part one. Amen. I want the truth. I don't know about, I want truth. Amen. I don't want no fables. I don't want nothing. Just give me truth. Okay. 
Numbers chapter 12, verse 1. I'm going to read it again. And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. Somebody say he married her. He married her. Said this wasn't his old lady. Said this wasn't no girlfriend, backdoor girlfriend. Said this was his wife. So if he married, listen, you got to see this. When he married the Ethiopian woman, what did he do? He brought her in. Oh, Jesus. Hi, yeah, yeah, I say, yeah, yeah. He brought her in. Oh, Jesus. Because you know Moses was going to tell her about who? Jesus Christ. All right. And they said, and they get an attitude. And they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. And the Lord spake suddenly unto Moses and unto Aaron and unto Miriam, Come out ye three unto the tabernacle of the congregation. And they three came out. And the Lord came down in the pillar of the cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. And he said, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision and will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, though, who is faithful in all mine house. With him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently and not in dark speeches, and the similitude of the Lord shall he behold. Wherefore then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the Lord, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. Do y'all see that? Amen. Keep your mouth off of people's marriages. Amen. Oh, I'm preaching real good. Amen. Clap, clap lights. Amen. Clap lights. The only thing God asks in marriage is that you, if you're a woman, marry a man. If you're a man, marry a woman. We are not to marry animals. We are not to marry of the same sex. Men are not to be marrying men, and women are not to be marrying women. He said, if you're a man, get you a woman. If you're a woman, get you a real man. woman, a real man. But there is no color divide in the Bible. Again, I say some people will get up before you and they'll preach like the whole Bible. Everybody in there is is black. No, they're not. All the nations are in the Bible. And all nations must come to Jesus for salvation. All nations must come to Jesus to be blessed. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. All right, now let's go to Exodus chapter 2. Exodus chapter 2. Now let me show you something else. 
that God showed me. Okay. Exodus chapter 2, verse 15. Okay. Listen very carefully. And it says, now when Pharaoh heard this thing, we're talking about Moses now in the earlier days. Now when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian. And he sat down by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. And the shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. And when they came to Reuel, their father, he said, how is it that you have come so soon today, daughters? Because he had how many? Seven. He didn't have any sons. Amen? So I need you to know something about Moses' wife. She wasn't no wimp. Sister God knew how to fight. She was something else. Now, I'm just trying to show you something. So when they made the movie Black Panther and all them women on there could fight, they're not lying. The priest of Midian, Raul, had seven daughters, and they had to keep their dad's flock, and the man was wealthy. Just need to leave that with you. Uh, their daddy was wealthy. But they knew how to take care of the sheep. They had been doing it for a long time. So Sister Girl wasn't wimpy. She knew how to stand up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why when Moses went to confront Pharaoh, she said, I'm going with you. Read it. She was there. Because after Moses went first with him and Aaron back to, to, to challenge Pharaoh because God told him to. But then you notice his, the Bible says, and his father-in-law came and brought him his wife and two sons. Yeah. <laughs> Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Shine. Said the priest of Midia was rich. So in the 18th verse, he said, how is it that you have come so soon uh, today? And they said, an Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds and also drew water enough for us. Now they called Moses an Egyptian, but he wasn't. The reason why they called him that is because he still had those clothes on. The clothes he ran from Egypt in. So they figured he had on Egyptian clothing, he was an Egyptian. And they said an Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds and also drew water enough for us and watered the flock. And he said unto his daughters, and where is he? Why is it that you have left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. And Moses was content to dwell with the man. Who was he content to dwell with? The priest of Midian. Don't lose sight on that. Who was he content to dwell with? The priest of Midian, who was what? Rich. And Moses was content to dwell with the man, and he gave Moses Zipporah, his daughter. Is that in your Bible? Yes, Is that in your Bible? Yes, and she bare him a son, and he called his name Gershom, for he said, I have been a stranger in a strange land. Well. So what did Moses do? He took in an Ethiopia. Her dad had already had money. Moses was blessed as well. Come on. Come on. Wow. 
So what is God doing? He's extending the lineage of those calling on his name. Amen. When you got married, you're supposed to be extending the lineage of those that were called on the name of the Lord. Every one of your children should be taught of the Lord. You are supposed to pass down your rich inheritance of your knowledge of God to them. That's what you're supposed to be doing. In the book of Malachi, the Lord says, I hate divorce. Why do you hate divorce? He says, because when you divorce, that splits the lineage. He says, but when you are married and you start having children, you extend the lineage. You extend, it's in there. I don't have time to get to it right now, but it's in there. You extend the lineage. Well, what are you supposed to be doing? Teaching them the knowledge of Jesus Christ so that it can spread, so that what? There can be more mouths calling on the name of the Lord. That's beautiful, isn't it? That's beautiful, isn't it? I was in in the store. I had already been studying. And uh, I was trying to, what was I looking for? Help me, Holy Spirit. I said I was looking for... I don't know if it was a certain type of bread or cookies. Uh, Oh, Lord, help me. And so anyway, this white man walks up. He says, uh, he said, yeah. He says, uh, he just started talking. You know, I'm I'm, I'm trying to do what I'm doing. He says, yeah. He says, there's a lot of people in the store today. So, you know, I'm friendly. I'm going to be kind to everybody. So I just kind of bared and grinned. I said, yeah. I said, sure is. I'm getting back to what I'm doing. He says, what you looking for? Because I was looking hard. I said, well, I'm looking for that. I can't remember. Da-da-da. He said, so he said, he said, well, I'm going to help you look. I said, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want you to help me look. Go on about your business. Somebody come in this store. So anyway, I, I looked real quick, and I didn't see it, so I went around. I went around. I got out the way. Here he come. He, I could hear him on the other side. I tell his friend. He said, yeah, I'm helping that young lady find something. He said, I heard. I said, oh, God, let me get over here. I said, no, you ain't helping me find nothing. So then. I'm just going all over because I'm trying to get out of there now. Yeah. And so we meet up again. And he said, well, did you find it? I said, no, sir. I said, I said, no, sir. He said, well, I didn't find it either. He said, but I hope you find it. Then he just talked. He said, what you going to cook tonight? I said, Jesus, have mercy. Man. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Leave me alone. Uh, look, I think he was waiting on his dinner. I'm saying not today. I'm already married to Jesus. I'm married to Jesus. I'm already married to Jesus. No, 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 no. I'm married to Jesus. But I'm just saying, people will be friendly. Ain't no sense of you popping your neck, snapping your fingers. But I tell you what is happening. I tell you what is happening. And it hurts me. Because our women don't know how to act. Now, this I didn't see with my own Now, what you 
and they don't mind. He can be short. He can be tall. He can be. They're getting into um, establishment because these men that I that I saw that God, they're going somewhere. They're getting into establishment, and I'm looking like, wow, wow. Look what we keep missing because we don't know how to act. And then we get out here and get some drug smoking. Come on, preach it. Head banger. Preach it. Pants hanging down. And you're going to jail with them, too. I'm just sharing what I saw. Now, they can share what they want us, but I know what I'm, I'm seeing. I said, well, my goodness. And it's not that they're all that pretty. It's the establishment. It's the, they're looking for somebody that's Because I know when I married my husband, because daddy, our daddy, my, our daddy had a job, a car, and a house. So when I left out my daddy's house, that's the kind of man I was looking for, a car, a house, and a job. So when I met my husband, I was like, wow, he got all three. This man got, because he was a manager when I met him at Firestone. He was the manager over the whole company. So it was like, okay, this man got a job. He had a car. It wasn't no Cadillac or nothing, but he had a car, a job. Come on here. And he went to work. Now we just want to pay our pants. We're not looking for establishment. No, we, we, we want who on the dance floor, how much you can drink, how many drugs you can smoke, how, how smooth can you talk to me, hey, baby. Isn't that something that man in that store didn't disrespect me not one time. He didn't say, hey, black sister, hey, sister of color. He said, ma'am, he said, what you looking for? He said, how you doing? I said, oh, my, I said, okay. <laughs> you know, but I'm married to Jesus. I'm just saying, I'm just saying I'm just saying, pants hanging all down, don't go to work, don't want to go to work, looking for your food stamp card to come in the mail, want to know what time your check going to hit the mailbox. Oh, I'm came to preach today. We don't look for establishment. Well, when I got married, that's what I was looking for. Amen. When I got married, my husband had to have a car, a job, uh-huh, because that's what my dad had. Amen. Well, I understand a lot of our young ladies are growing up, and young men are growing up in homes where there is no daddy. Uh-oh, oh, wait a minute. I came right. So you don't see it. So you don't know what to look for. But I'm here to tell you, you need to look for, whether you male or female, where is the establishment? What you bringing? What you know? What can you do? Yeah, it's hot. He already told me it was going to be hot today. Yeah, 
God had already told me. He said, it's going to be a high day, Anna, but I'm going to give you the strength. Yes. Now, we don't look for that. And God forbid how good he is in bed, how good she is in bed. What the blimp? That ain't going to fix no food on the table. That ain't going to answer no questions business people call. That's got his right. That's got his, it's got his rightful place. But I'm talking about what else do you have? husband had an education. So when prayer began, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to share my testimony. I'm not ashamed. <clears throat> when I married my husband, he was very educated. He had a job. He had a car. But we needed more as we began to get a family. And so I began to realize that it was like we really we couldn't keep nothing. We get houses and we lose them. We get this and that and we lose it. So that went on for quite some time. So I said, Lord, we were married in 79, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit in 1980. So in 1980, after I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I began to seek God out about certain things. And so as time went on, it wasn't overnight, I began to realize that God was a blesser, okay? And so I learned how to gather information so I would know how to pray. And I'll never forget one day, my mother and I was in the store, and his stepsister was in the store. And we came down the same aisle that she was on, and she was just talking to us. We didn't, I didn't ask her nothing, you know, because she was talking to my mom, so I kept my mouth shut, I spoke, you know, it was my husband's stepsister. So then she made a comment, and I was good for listening to get information to know how to pray for certain things. And she said, <clears throat> she told my mom and me, she says, well, I hope he don't have the Carmichael curse on him. I say, what? So I'm, I'm waiting for her to tell us what the Carmichael curse is. She said, this is the Carmichael curse. They can't keep nothing. I jumped in. She didn't see me, but I jumped in my spirit. I said, Lord, that's the key I needed. That's the key. I know what to do now. I know what to do now. So we hugged and we saw each other, went on about our business. 
Man, when I went back to church, I was getting information. I was reading. I was studying. I said, Lord, you got to show me how to pray against this curse, how to pray against it, how to pray against it. So when we moved in our, woo, one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe seventh house, I had a dream that our daddy came to me. And he told me, he says, yep. He says, you've lost every house, every this, this, and this. He says, but this one you will not lose because you've learned what to do. And from this day now, we have not lost L-O-S-T, anything. Nothing. Why? Because the curse was destroyed. The curse was destroyed. How did the curse get destroyed? Because of prayer. Prayer. See, that's what's wrong with your marriages. Y'all so divided, you can't get nowhere. Come on, preach it. Preach it. My husband was not perfect, but I was the type of wife. I knew how to be quiet. I knew how to smile. I knew how to make him laugh. I knew, you know, he was, my husband was strictly business, sweetie. He wasn't lovey-dovey. He, uh, he was business. 100%. But I knew how to pray. And I was such of a mild, meek spirit, and that's what he needed. See, sometimes we marry the wrong people. We won't, we won't fire and fire. You're going to burn up something. <laughs> Y'all going to kill each other. Amen. You cuss me out, I'm going to cuss you out. Amen. I'm, I'm going to show you I'm a real woman. I'm going toe-to-toe. Shut up. Go sit your sit down down. Gonna burn something down. Somebody needs to learn how to be quiet, how to be loving. Huh? Somebody needs to know how to go pray. And just to let you know, when we first got married, he was a smart man. There were many deals my husband went after that didn't just wouldn't just wouldn't click. But after God had showed me how to, I learned how to pray. I stayed with it, stayed with it, stayed with it. Oh, things start turning. Things start turning. Doors start opening. Well, huh? Opportunities start coming. Hello? Yes. To the part when this man, when my husband left here, he left here a two-time, three-time millionaire. He would always say as he was going up the ladder, oh, yeah, I'm going to get me another wife. I just smile. <laughs> what he told me? He said, I'm going to get couture. I said, here she is. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm going to find couture. I said, yeah, you got a couture. <laughs> and I would go to God. Because my husband didn't play. He didn't play. And I said, Lord, that's my husband. I love him. I want to stay with him. The Lord said, you want him? I said, I want him. He said, he yours. Mm. Yes, and we ma'am. stayed married, and we stayed married. Why? Because of prayer. Yes, yes. Whether it's the male or the female, somebody needs to learn how to shut up. Amen. Somebody needs to learn how to back down. Yes. It's not about proving you right all the time. It's about learning how to keep a relationship going. Yes. It's about learning how to keep a home together. I didn't want no other woman over my children. 
because he would tell me, he said, yeah, I'm, we're going to throw parties and you're going to get invited so you can see the church and I'm going to be there with Couture. I said, the devil is alive to my breath. I said, I'm going to kick Couture out of him. <laughs> I didn't tell him that. I'd just be praying. It's about keeping your home together. Yeah. It's about establishing stuff together. It's about getting things going together. Now, his son, that's his son, Ralph Charles Carmichael II, Amen. he done stepped in that business and he done took it higher. God is, because he's, he's applying, and I can honestly say this, like I said, my son went through a rough little time, and he did. Mm-hmm. But God helped me, and he helped him. Yes, yes. And God explained to me what was going on with him. But he done took it over. Now it done went from millions, well, Billions. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because as his mother, when I wanted to quit, and God told me not to quit praying, I didn't. But also he came into a place eventually where he started working the principles of God. And he's learning now. It's like um, taking the training wheels off. Now, he didn't know I was doing this, but it's like, Ralph, I will pray. I said, but you're going to be praying too. I said, I'll be in agreement with you. So now I just heard him say the other day, and this been, you know, within the last year and a half. And he said, he said, yeah. He said, prayer work, prayer. And I said, mm. the Lord said, you hear? It's catching. He said, you, he, he learning? Because they got to know, they got to know, they got to know how to pray for themselves and work the principles of God for themselves. It wasn't easy being Mrs. Angelita Carmichael. But can't nobody tell me, nobody, that prayer doesn't work. I don't want to hear it. 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 I'm talking to the married folk now. I don't care if you say she a demon from hell. Prayer works. I don't care if you say he's a demon from hell. Prayer works. We in the black community, we need to learn how to stick with our families. First of all, we need to get in, in under the word. Amen. Let me say that now. We need to learn how to put God first. Amen. Hello. We need to learn how to come to church. Amen. Come on and get the truth. Amen. Uh-huh. And work the truth and live the truth. Hello. Amen. And then we need to learn how to stay with our spouses yes. through prayer and on the altar. It's not going to be easy, but God will bring you out. Yes, he will. Has nothing to do with the color of your skin. Nothing to do with the color of your skin. And Moses married an Ethiopian woman, a woman of color. And if you've ever seen an Ethiopian, they're not fair-skinned. Has nothing to do with the color of their skin. But we need to learn principles. We need to learn the keys to successful living. Amen. Oh, yes. 
Can we go on? Amen. So Moses married Zipporah. Zipporah's daddy was the priest of Midia, and he had money because he had flocks and herds. Moses became a sheep herder. Why? Because his father-in-law, Jethro, had herds of sheep. And he would sell the wool and get the money. Amen. He had money. Her daddy had money. Well. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. And I, I want to say this. My children are doing very well. They, they bumping their knees sometimes and scraping their head. Kita got a business. She's learning. You know, she fall down. I said, uh-uh, get up. Get up. Uh-uh, uh-uh, she learning, she learning, she's learning. It's, it's rough right now. But see, what you have to understand is you're going to have to come through those rough times. Yeah. Once you break through that veil, but the way you break through the veil is you got to keep going. Amen. And you got to live this thing. You got to live this with God so his favor would be with you. Right. Yes. I'm proud of my children. I'm proud of Keita has a business. Raph is working his daddy's business, and he's taking it on, but he has so many other corporate business outside of that. Courtney has her, um, uh, uh, her job, and she has businesses. Now, she don't want me to talk about it too much, so I won't, but yeah. Erin is doing very well. She's a teacher, you know. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So God has blessed them, and he is, he, and he is blessing them. And my prayer, I'm not a jealous mom. I pray God bless them. I tell God sometimes, I said, bless them so till they don't have nowhere to put it no more. But let them learn you because you will find out in the Bible, Jesus always said, this is what he always said. This is what he always said. And yes, I did say it. Yes, my son went through a rough time, a rough transition. But he was growing up and he was struggling. He was being hurt, didn't understand what to do, how to do, so he did what he knew to do. One day maybe you'll learn that. Because if you learn how to obey God and only do what he tell you to do, do what God say do, and not listen to people. Well, if I was you, I would have did this. And if, No, I'm going to do what God tell me to do. Because God got a what? A plan. I said God got a what? And I want God's plan. And you ought to want God's plan. And you ought to want God's plan. So I thank God for what he's doing in their lives. But I always tell the Lord, because when you read the word, I want to get back to that. When you read the word, you will find out. The Lord always says, I'm going to bless you and be your God. Check it out. Check it out. From the the Old Testament, he says, I will be your God. I will bless you, but I'm going to be your God. I will bless you, but I'm going to be your God. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. I'm praying for somebody to come in here, somebody who can teach our young lady some etiquette. Come on here. Calm yourself down. It ain't about that, babies. It ain't about I'm going to get the upper hand. And I'm going to always be right. Shut up. (laughs) Who you want to be right with is Jesus Christ. I said, who you want to be right with is Jesus Christ. Who you want to be right with is Jesus Christ. I don't need to be right over a man or over what I need to be right with Jesus. And you got to get rid of this. uh, Well, he just take he just taking advantage. No, 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 no. What did God say? 
what did God say? Did God say that? And it's one thing about Courtney, when she was dating, whew, Courtney would dream. Ooh. I mean, the little man, little fella couldn't do nothing. <laughs> I, was, I, I felt sorry for him. Because God would show her. No, I'm being serious. Y'all think I'm making this up. I'm not making this up. And he would tell her, how you know my business? How? But see, you don't tell. Just work what you work. And she knew how to do this. She knew how to go here. She knew how to hold her tongue. She knew when he was going to do this. Because God would show her. Yeah. Well done. See, that's a real quick. You understand? If we're talking about walking in the gifts, the gifts ought to work for you. Amen. They ought to work in your personal life. Amen. You ought to be praying for your husband. Pray for him to expand. Pray for his blessings. Why? Because if he get blessed, you get blessings. You crazy. Amen. I have never seen, but I have seen it. Women who curse their husbands, don't you know you under the curse too? Is you crazy? I pray something happened to him, and you're going to take care of it. I've seen him though, baby. And I'm looking, I'm like, is you crazy? No, I'm going to speak. I spoke blessings on my husband. I spoke blessings on my husband. I never went to God to strike him down. Do the, uh-uh. Lord, bless the man. Bring the man up in his mind. Uh-uh. Bless his endeavors. She, she, she taught me the word. Thank God for it. Amen. You're going to curse him and curse yourself. You can't do that. Because the Bible don't say uh, 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 if you if you get cursed, leave him. No. <laughs> no, ma'am. It's if a richer, for poor, sick of hell. Death. death, do you part. So you curse him, you're going to curse yourself. You're going to be stuck in it, baby. So you better jump up in the morning and fix that man some breakfast and say, baby, let me, let me bless. I would fix my husband bath water. Yes, I would. Because I knew he had worked all week long. He was tired. I knew what he had to deal with. That's just beneath me. I ain't fixing no man bath water. Okay, then. Just, just. Just stay where you at then, baby. And do what you do. And do what you do. <laughs> stay single then. That's called kindness. If you don't know what that, let me, let me slow down. It's called kindness. It's called a Christian woman. It's called God says, fix the bath water, because the man been out there working, he been under pressure. Help him to re- give, fix his bath water, have him a nice meal. It's called kindness. And vice versa. Men, you ought to treat your ladies like queens. Amen. She is to treat you like a king, but you ought to treat her like your queen. Amen. Each one of you all are supposed to be good to one another. Amen. But I'm sorry, baby. We got too many bigoty. I'm serious. I'm just sorry. We, I'm talking about these young girls. I'm saying, what is wrong with you? I'm going to jump on him. I can beat him. If you don't sit. <laughs> Jesus. Somebody say Jesus. Jesus. Y'all need to turn Tyler Perry off. <laughs> Slashing ties, burning suits. One more and we're fixing to go. One more. Amen. Amen. 
Go to Acts chapter 8. I pray you're getting something from the word of God. Okay, Acts chapter 8, one more. And today we're talking about truth. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for your word. All right, in the book of Acts chapter 8, Verse 26, it says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of... You didn't say that loud enough. A man of... Do you see that? A eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians who had the charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. Do you see that? Okay, so this eunuch, this Ethiopian, was over the entirety treasure of Candace, okay? So they had a treasury. They had money. These were, uh, what I'm trying to get you to see is there are people of color in the Bible who had money. They were not poor. But in every instance, they're being connected to who? Jesus Christ. Zipporah was joined to the knowledge of who? Jesus Christ. Through who? Moses. Oh, my goodness. What you say, Lord? What does he say? He had the charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. Notice what it says about this Ethiopian man. He was a man of what? Great authority. That means he was somebody. Did you hear what I said? He was somebody. The training starts at home, mothers. The training starts at home, daddies. What are you talking about training? Teach them they are not, uh, because of their skin color, they're not thrown away. They're beautiful. They're handsome. They're pretty in the eyes of God. Matter of fact, take them back to Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. God gave them their color. He gave us our color. Train them at home that they are loved and they can be anybody they want to be. Pray for them and help them to obtain their goals. Don't beat them down. Ask God what's wrong with them. Ask God how to deal with your children. Ask God how to deal with your wife. Ask the Lord how to deal with your husband. He will tell you God knows. And I guarantee you, if you ask God, it won't be no kill him, hatred, and all this crazy stuff. Teach them they are black prince and black princesses. Help them get their education. Pray for them to get an education. Bring them to the house of God. You teach them the word at home, bring them to the house of God and let them learn the word of God. Because all families of the earth are going to be blessed through Jesus Christ. He's no respectable person. Teach them. Help them. And yes, use the rod when necessary. But don't always beat them down. Sometimes sit them down and talk to them. Everything doesn't have to be about a belt. Talk to them. 
said, now you better than that. You can do this. God made you in his image. We, we ain't even got to that. That'll be later on. We're going we, we gonna to talk about a lot of things this year in August, September, October, November, December. Teach them what the word says. You've been created in the image of the Lord. You have not been created in the image of an ape. It's in the word of God. Stick to the word. The word says we've been created in the image and likeness of God. And God don't make no junk. So they're not junk. My cup running over. Notice what it says. He had the charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. He was returning and sitting in his chariot reading Isaiah the prophet, Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, how can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shearers, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who should declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. It's talking about Jesus Christ. This man was reading uh, in Isaiah about Jesus, but he didn't really understand it. We, we sometimes get in a place where we don't understand the scriptures. That's why God has given, given you pastors according to his heart. You need to come to church. Amen. You need to bring your children to church. Amen. You need to be at your church. Amen. One Sunday. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or some other man. Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him. Who? Jesus. Who? Jesus. And all families of the earth shall be blessed. And, and all nations of the earth shall be blessed under who? Jesus. Get rid of this racial divide. Ask God who you're supposed to marry and be with. And don't be surprised who steps up to the plate. If you're already married, Lord, I thank you for my husband. I thank you for my wife. But we still need you. If we want the blessings of the Lord on our posterity, we need to get in the house of God and get under the word of God. And they went on their way. They came unto certain waters. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What did hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, if thou believest, if thou adhere to, rely on, and trust in the word of God, uh-huh, with all your heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he commanded the chair to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. He baptized him in the name of Jesus Christ. And when they were come up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip that the eunuch saw him no more. You know why? Because Philip had given him what he needed. He explained the scriptures to him. Watch this. He saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. He went on. What do you think that eunuch did? He took that word 
back to his country and his friend. There it is again, another example. What is God doing? He's setting up voices that will continue his name. And that's what he wants from us. Oh, it's so much more in this, but we, we gonna, I feel the spirit lifting. When he lifts, I stop. But I hope you've been blessed by the word of God. I hope you understand. I hope you understand all this racial divide that's in the world. That came from sin. Black hating whites and whites hating black and Asians. and th That came from sin. That is not God. That is not our God. Stop it. I remember Sidney Poirier. I remember the first movie. Me and my husband watched together. Guess who's coming to dinner? Because yeah. Sidney Poirier was engaged to a white lady, and she had to bring him to meet her parents. And so she told her mom and her dad, guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> I remember it as well. And again, I say, before you go out of here, I don't want you to go out here crazy. I'm not saying everybody that's single is supposed to marry somebody white or Asian or I'm not saying that. But what I am saying, stop the hatred. Stop the racial divide. Leave these people alone. If they married to a, if a woman married to a man and a man married to a woman, leave them alone. It is scriptural. It doesn't matter what color they are. You stop this. But don't you bring little Cindy home to my house. Why? Lucinda need to know you're a Christian. What is the matter with you? What's the matter? All that mess came from the devil. Blue-eyed devil. Yeah, because sin. Sin. See, we always want to talk about white people had us in slavery, but we had the Jews in slavery. Amen. Check your Bible. And it was our own African chiefs that sold us for money. It wasn't a white man. It was our own African chiefs because they wanted money. They sold us as slaves. All this hatred in our heart. They're not going to get anywhere without Jesus. I don't care what color you are. He said all families of the earth shall be blessed. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. All nations will be blessed through Jesus Christ. Amen. You can cry to the hogs come home. They better get Jesus. They better get in the word. You know why they need all of that? To break the curses. Yes. To break the curses. Yes. I had a dream. I'm going to wrap it up. Not a dream. I woke up on Saturday morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. And I heard you. And I heard you. And the Lord said, again, I don't know what this is. Something is happening with your body. Maybe you know. I don't. I just know what the Lord told me. Be very careful how long you continue to do that hard work. Be very careful because something is happening. Oh, you listening to me. Five o'clock in the morning, you, the Holy Ghost brought you before me. I, I, and I'm thinking, Lord, you know, I'm serious. In my mind, I'm saying, oh, Lord, I'm still asleep. And I said, oh, but I, I know what I got to do. I got to wake up and hear what you got to say about these people. There's something happening. And God keeps, little by little, sending me to you saying, 
Well, now he's saying, first he told you, start taking a day off. You remember that? Next time he told you, make a goal, remember? Now he's saying, be very careful because something's taking place in your body. Be very careful. You might want to drop down, or you might want to start taking two days off, three days off. Then he brought you before me, and I could see you sitting on your front porch, and you were just screaming, oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Jesus, help me. God, look what happened. Don't you see what's happening? And the Lord said, tell her, no, no, no. I don't even know if I, let me show you something. I don't even know if I brought them with me. Let me tell y'all something. Tears do not move God. All that screaming and hollering does not move God. What happens is when you do tears, you release yourself. You know what's going to move heaven and earth? The word of God. And the Lord brought it before me. He said, tell her, where's her declarations? Where's her prayer time? Where's her putting the word in her atmosphere for her situation? You were sitting out on your screen what you call it, your screen porch. And I mean, boy, you was boo-hoo-hoo. And I said, oh, my Lord. And the Lord said, tell her, no. Nope. You got to get, look, we have to get in the word. And this is why the Lord deals with me the way he does, giving declarations. I could keep them to myself, but he said, no, he said, give them to the congregation. All those declarations that we have, even got a book out and got another one coming with declarations in it. We are supposed to use those. Uh, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, God says, is not my word like a fire? And is not my word like a hammer? The fire that burns up and the hammer that breaks even the stubbornest resistance. The word would destroy the situation against you, not your tears. Your tears help you to relieve you, but that's all you're doing. So God told me to tell you, you're going to have to start getting in the word. You're going to have to start decreeing and declaring, and you're going to have to make a consistency out of it until you see things change. Nothing else is going to change it. When I was going through my situation, crying did not do it. It, it helped me feel better, but that's all it did. Did nothing start moving till I started getting in that word, and I mean consistently consistently and, and don't tell me you know I have to run during the day too I don't care if I got to get in that word at nine o'clock at night I don't care I get in the word I don't care I got all my declarations right there by the bed so I can't even make a mistake of saying uh oh I don't forgot my declarations way over in the living room uh-uh when I see when I hit the bed I pull them out I sit up I begin to talk to Jesus. I begin to decree and declare. I begin to decree and declare. You're going to have to use the word. This is a part of that, you know, he explained it to me. When you be saying, it's my soul now, the Lord said, what you're saying is, and he's got you saying that, what he's saying is, when are you going to come up and get in this word and decree and declare until something breaks? And I'm going to tell you right now, sweetheart, I start to bring my testimony. Now, I don't know why it took this long. I think it was because there were so many generational curses from my side and my husband's side. But I had to pray 15 years. 
before that spirit of lack was destroyed off of us. I prayed 15, I got a diary that I keep, 15 years. And I had to be consistent. Because I'm going to tell y'all something. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Whatever don't really touch you, don't touch God. Whatever really don't touch you, it don't touch God. It don't touch God. And I'm sorry. This is for all of us. It, look, do you know we're entering into another year, December 2023? Listen to me. By now, we ought to have grown some. We, we ought to be able to decree. And decree. Now, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now you know how to, when we say a storm is coming, you know how to pray against that. It's no different. It's no different. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The difference is this. It depends on what was in your family line and in the generation that causes the length of your prayer. If walls got to be torn down, if, if everybody in your generation was didn't have a lot of money, they, they went through it, you going to pray. You going to quote this word. What are you doing? And oh, yes, the enemy going to try to stop you. But guess what? Uh-uh. I'm not going to let you stop me. When I got up this morning, I was so not well. I was sweating. Tears was running down my cheek. I was so not well. And I began to lay hands on myself in the name of Jesus. I said, Lord, I know this is a high day. And then guess what? See, I, I, I still follow the number pattern. Today was the seventh. Twelve, seven, 33, three. I'm sorry, that's just how, you know, because I know numbers from the Bible. So I knew what the day, I said, oh, my God, today is the seventh. And then you had already said it's going to be a high day. So I knew I got to be there. I need to be there to deliver what you've asked me to deliver. I can't do it if I'm not there. So I had to pray. I had to lay hands on myself. Then I had to take a step of faith. I had to get my clothes on, get my shower, get, get on in the car, get here. But when I hit that pulpit, it broke. So you're going to have to press in. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be overnight. But you got to be consistent. And you got to stick with it till you start seeing it break. And even when it breaks, ah, that's what, that was all the water coming down Broad Street to try to stop you again. It's always trying to stop you from the church. But it's not just the church. It's what's in the church. The word, the word. It's the word that's going to bring you out. The word going to bring you out. You feel better after you cry, but you ain't destroyed nothing. Because the devil said, huh. Tears don't move to death. The only thing he's scared of and respect. And I mean the word. That's why you, I told y'all, the only reason I started putting these books together, these decoration books, because I would go places and they would have things there with the word in it, but it would always be uh, NIV version and, and, and all this, and I didn't want that. I needed the word. I needed it straight to say what it say. And right here, God told me, he said, take it down there. This is a confession right here for prayer and for healing. This is my, God should supply all of my needs. I'm still praying this. You don't pick it up and put it down, pick it up and put it down. We're not going to make, and then that's when I I said, Lord, we got too much sickness in, in our black churches, too much financial lack. And too much sin. And we want to know where the blessing is. The blessing is in the word of God. And God is no, that's what I wanted you to see. That's what God wanted us to see. God is no respect of a person. He don't care what color you are. 
He's not sitting up there talking about, well, you this color, you so you don't get blessed. That is not our God. Amen. That's sin. Amen. But we so whatever, we don't want to come get the word. It's going to be the word. It's going to be the word. Do I cry? Mm-hmm. But when I finish, I know I ain't, I feel better, but I know what God waiting on. And where the declarations? Where's my word? When you're going to do spiritual warfare, you got to use spiritual weapons. The word, what do you say? The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. And that was the word of the Lord. 